Hey, before we get started, if you have a moment, please leave a review or rating on iTunes. That will help more people find the show, and that will help us make more of the show. Okay, thanks for doing that, and here's the new episode. From Wyoming Public Media, this, 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 is, this is Spoken, spoken, spoken Words. Spoken Words. This is Spoken Words. I'm Micah Schweitzer. Images, words, ideas, thoughts go into my head, and it, just like a rock tumbler, roll and roll and roll. This time, we have two Texas Poets Laureate who use the natural environment for inspiration, Carla Morton and Alan Birkelbach. We caught Morton and Birkelbach back in 2016 while they were driving across the country for a special National Parks Centennial Poetry Project. We are celebrating the National Park's 100th birthday, so we are traveling to, our goal is to get to about 50 parks and write poems about them as we go, giving up a little bit of the proceeds back to the park system. We are nature-inspired poets, and uh, the parks is one of those treasures that I think we need to hang on to. And I, as far as I know, there has not been another um, group to do this for poetry for the parks. So I, I'm very excited. And I'm very excited to be in Wyoming. And the parks truly are such a unique thing about America. Well, the first national park was Yellowstone, established in 1872 by Ulysses A. Grant. But the national park system was actually officially started 100 years ago. My partner, Carla Morton, and I realized that this event needs to be marked. But what we're trying to accomplish is write poems, not only the poems that people expect. We want to write the poems that people need so that they will go to the national parks and they'll say, oh, yeah, I can feel that same thing, that same sense of wonder and awe that those poets felt. One of the things about that I've learned about the national parks already just from being in Yellowstone is the fact that so much of the environment not only changes over millennia, but it can change moment to moment. And those precious moments that can only be captured in a poem are, are exquisite. Uh, you, all, you have to be there when those moments happen. I've got to tell you, the Lamar Valley in Yellowstone alone, that blew my head off. It really did. <laughs> I, I've never seen something so vast and so grand and so beautiful. And I'm so grateful that our country was forward thinking to declare this a park and just as incredible. And as poets, it's our duty to keep this beauty alive. We drove 27 hours from Texas just to get to that Lamar Valley. It was worth every second of the drive just for that feeling of wonder. At Yellowstone, you're actually at the creation of more Earth, which is phenomenal. I mean, just the idea alone just is incredible. Sometimes I'm going to have time, I'm sure, at some of the other national parks where I can sit down and write two or three poems while I'm sitting on a park bench watching, you know, some waterfall somewhere. That's going to happen. Writing has to be a fluid process like water, and I have to be open and available and accessible to whatever the inspiration, how it presents itself to me. I like to try to encapsulate those few moments that are romantic and exquisite that could have only happened at that particular second. Alan Birkelbach is the author of Meridian Vert and Waking the Bones, New and Selected Works. This poem by Birkelbach is called All That Wine Is. All that wine is, I give to you. The sweetness, the tart, the immediate awareness on the tongue. Do not spend time thinking about this gift I give you, this metaphor. Do not think about what else wine brings. I do not bring you those things. 
And besides, I don't know very much about wine, not really. I can't tell a Merlot from a Pinot, and I'm ignorant about regions and verticals. In addition, I cannot afford a wine that would be worthy of you, so perhaps I will not give you everything that is wine. Maybe I should give you the stars. Yes, the stars. I know a little bit more about the stars. I have more experience there. I was looking at the stars long before I tried wine, and it cost me nothing. So I will give you everything there is about stars, except their names. Do not ask me their names or where the constellations are. I'm sorry I brought up stars. It would probably also be best for you to be aware that I will not be bringing you anything related to multi-syllable name flowers, horses, European chocolates, cuts of meat from a butcher I have never visited before, or anything that has another language as part of its title. I can only bring you my words and my hands, these hands. I know these hands. I've always had them. I can vouch for them. And maybe also I will bring you a hamburger from a really good place I know. These are three things that I know are true. So let's sit outside tonight and eat our hamburgers. I will read you this poem. Then I will hold your hand. There will be a million stars out there. It will not be important. I do not know their names. Like Birkelbach, Carla Morton often draws from memorable experiences in her poems. Morton is the author of Constant State of Leaping and Redefining Beauty. Her most recent book is Accidental Origami, New and Selected Works. Morton compares her writing process to polishing stones. My, my head's a big rock tumbler. So, so images, words, ideas, thoughts go into my head, and then just like a rock tumbler, roll and roll and roll. Then there's something else that sparks it and pulls it out, and it's where it needs to be. And uh, for over two decades, I've been trying to write this poem. And this is one of those things that changes your life. And I hope that everyone, I hope that everyone on the planet has a moment in their lives that, that changes everything, that, that makes them realize that they are part of a of a much greater picture, and they have purpose, and their life is meant for incredible things, and um, all it took was a dolphin, in my case. This is titled, One Night in Florida. I want to tell you something I've tried to say for 23 years. About one night on the Fort Pierce Inlet in a 17-foot sailboat, how youth and bluster and braying music finally yielded to a silence as rich and deep as the blackberry sky, with only the slap of current against the curved bow. How I spied a dolphin alongside the boat. I want to tell you how he looked silver in the moonlight, how I reached over the side, near the surface of the water. How he rose to my palm, letting me stroke his long, slick back again and again, each time he surfaced. I want to tell you that after he swam away, I held up my hand in the dark and looked at it, as if, it had changed, and how, 
from that day forward, I have never lived an ordinary life. Carla Morton and Alan Berkelbach have visited nine parks since 2016, and for their next stops, they plan on visiting the Badlands and Wind Cave in South Dakota. The poems inspired by all these places will eventually form a book of poetry. This episode was produced by Ammon Medina and Kevin Kelly. I'm Micah Schweitzer. You can find more episodes of Spoken Words at wyomingpublicmedia.org. Spoken Words is a collaboration between the University of Wyoming's MFA in Creative Writing program and Wyoming Public Media.